0: Now,
1: welcome for your listening pleasure. We invite ears of all shapes, colors, and sizes to experience the Audiophiles
0: Podcast.
1: Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, this is another installment of the glorious audio files podcast what up it's your boy Ant, and i'm coming in with a poppy attitude because we're coming in with that new indie vibe and we're just chilling and we're rocking out and we're having a great time with our surfer buddies and we're at okay that was a little too much uh what up to you baby mamas (laughs) Uh, um i was trying to go along with the theme of the episode but you know you know how we do here always shout out to your baby mamas uh what up it's your boy Ant here as always with the homies bebo say what's up doggy
2: Man, I go by Bebo. I did want to give a shout-out to this podcast. I think I've talked about them before, but it's just so criminally underrated. I watched the last two episodes and thoroughly enjoyed it. It's People's Party with Talib Kweli. I don't think that man gets enough credit for what he does with his podcast. Uh, He just interviewed Smoke Dizzy. It was a great interview. And then he had the legendary DJ slash producer Clinton Sparks on there. So if you like what we do at The Audio Files, go check them out. You'll most likely like it. And then I wanted to give a shout-out to Anthony and addison of course i always bug them for the minor details of this podcast and they put up with me so shout out to you guys and if you haven't followed our instagram go follow us right now
1: please <laughs> um and uh speaking of the homies we got the other homie the other two homies ain't here today uh but we got the e- stallion in the building he's out the stable today what up my dude light the
0: beam <laughs> <laughs> what's up y'all it's addison oh yeah sir first time ever my team has actually been something worth watching, so... Yeah, fuck it. Beam! Yeah, Yeah, fuck the Knicks.
1: Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, and uh, this week, our... Our our album that we got to review this week was brought to you by none other than Bebo. Bebo, what you got for us this week, my man?
2: Yeah, I got a band called The Arcs with an album called Electrophonic Chronic. I will give a background and then jump into my review. So I have a lot of information this episode, so please bear with me. Yes. I hope everyone enjoys it. Um, so, I'm going to go ahead and start. Uh, I know Aunt usually asks how I go about choosing this or projects in general. And I saw this one on Apple Music's new release page. And the album artwork really caught my attention. It has yeah. that black light poster aesthetic to it with all the neon <laughs> colors. Yeah. And after checking out a couple of tracks, I was intrigued. I did some research on them that left me even more intrigued. And uh, my oh, hold research. On, hold led on, hold
1: me... on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Let's, uh, let's yeah. tell our, our listeners about the album art because I think it is noteworthy. You're right. Like, it is one okay. of those like you know dark like type of survives. vibes we have a pyramid in the background with the space in the background <laughs> the name of the arcs and the eclectic chronic the name of the title and a cloud of smoke right above a apple that you know maybe in our high school days we would use as a makeshift pipe <laughs> um with a few b- black marks on there a ladder next to it a skull in the shadow of the apple and a blue and um appears to be like a pinkish reddish type of tile um very groovy man. And a camel too. And a camel. Yeah. Don't forget the camel.
2: (laughs) Um, so yeah. 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 No, thanks. Um, The ARCs is a band composed of what was six members, this being a bit of a side band for two of the main members, one of which is Dan Auerbach, frontman and lead singer of the four-time Grammy Award-winning rock group, The Black Keys, and the other being producer and multi-instrumentalist, Leon Michaels, with his own respective band, L. Michaels Affair. Now, Leon Michaels, not to be mispronounced as Michelle's because of how his last name is spelled, Mm. I'm sure I'm not the only one who thought that's what it was originally, has interesting parallels with Gabriel Roth, who's his figure from our Sacred Souls episode, if you guys remember. Mm. Uh, Leon and Gabriel both played with Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings and eventually would both start and co-own their own record labels, Big Crown Records for Leon and Dap slash Penrose Records for Gabriel. We'll talk later about Big Crown Records in a new segment we have for this episode. Uh, both ARC members, Dan and Leon, have serious ties to hip-hop as well, which... I'll go into more in depth in our Check Me Out segment. Mm. The other members of the band include Nick Mavshin, I hope I said that right, Homer Steinweiss, both of whom also play for the L. Michaels Affair Band, and Richard Swift. This band really is just a group of friends that got together to jam out and started recording tracks until they had enough songs to officially release a record, which would arrive in 2015, titled Yours Dreamily. Their kick for recording together would not end there, continuing to jam and record anywhere between 80 to 100 songs in the following years. Tragedy, though, struck in 2018 when band member Richard Swift passed away at the age of 41, although the majority of this sophomore album was recorded already. If you take a look at the album artwork, which Anthony described for us, uh, if you look closely at the lighter, it does have the name Swift written on it. Oh. And then... The lighter's shadow is uh, kind of like um, what's the the like the death figure's name?
1: Uh, the Grim Reaper the grim reaper
2: yeah and apparently in an interview they said uh richard swift would do this in real life where he would write his name on his lighters so oh, the band describes electronic or electrophonic chronic <laughs> being a tribute and paying homage to the late richard swift uh this sophomore lp was released through dan's independent record label easy eye sound and it's worth noting that it is up in the air whether this is the Ark's last album together and they will not tour for the album um, as far as my review, their website describes this album as a heavenly neo psychedelic roots odyssey infused with soul fire. Dusty Grooves and Storming Rock featuring a top shelf crew of studio luminaries, and I couldn't agree more. Mm. Apart from some of the Black Keys' more popular singles, I wasn't too familiar with Dan Auerbach, but after having listened to this, I totally see the appeal and genius of his musicality. This record had so many different blends of instruments. We even get some more country style sounds on the Caliphone interlude, giving it a real Western feel. Yeah. A word I love to use on projects that I'm into is experimental, and this was a perfect example of that. We get a track like Behind the Eyes where they pitch Dan's voice down, making it almost unrecognizable. The songwriting, melodies, concepts, even though they weren't all that original, were executed brilliantly, in my opinion, even down to the animated psychedelic music videos for all the singles i just overall enjoyed the entire package for this lp definitely made me want to go back and check out their first album and maybe even jump into some of the black keys discography as well something i've yet to do even though we're still early in the year this album i can see being one of my favorites of 2023
1: Mm, good sake yeah very smart putting his name on his lighter that way uh you know for sure someone took your lighter yeah exactly (laughs) um my first take on listening to this man uh it was so interesting i think and you know i think we get with the podcast i think we get so caught up in, in being critical um we cuz i think what we're trying to do is we we're, we're constantly trying to find that um that perfect album you know i think that's that's yeah. what we're doing when we're when we're out here listening and like we might i think we might critique things with a little too critical of an ear um and so the first time around man i wasn't really i was nitpicking everything dude like i was like okay these guys really love their hooks that they write (laughs) put them on repeat over and over um and like To be fair, like, I haven't really um, dug into indie since, like, I was in college. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't, like, dived in there. Um, But, man, the second time around, like, I kind of just... I wasn't as critically listening. I was just kind of enjoying it for what it was. And, like, people said, man, there's a lot of layers here. There's a lot of experimentation. Um, I love the whole, like funkadelic like acid rock that the, and which was kind of crazy to go from our little Yachty review to this album and I feel like it was a perfect segue cuz it's like my palate was already ready for this and um like I said once I kind of like just laid back and enjoyed this album for what it was um I forgot what song it was I think it's called The Mess where it just seems like do you have a little bit of information on that song Bebo
2: backstage mess no yeah, i don't backstage unfortunately mess. yeah
1: cuz it it sounded like cuz I'm like there's no way in hell these guys were backstage riffing all these like t- you know different you know instruments like and so I wanted to know if like um, maybe he like was freestyling like that the, what he was singing and then they went back and layered it in which kind of sounds like what they might have done um, but it's like little things like that that I kind of enjoyed about this album man like that crunchy rock dude like I can't it's like you want to be on acid and you want to be in Venice Beach listening to this shit with the top down and a convertible um some chick half naked next to you like rolling one <laughs> up like yeah and so um yeah man I, I I the first time around I was like no I was like like I said I was nitpicking it. Uh, but the second time and third time around, man, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, what about you, Addison? Uh,
0: yeah. So um, I didn't do any research on this because even Oscar mentioned not to do it. Uh, <laughs> but just uh, just at the jump hearing the voice, I was like, I already knew who it was. Um, uh, I'm a pretty big fan of the Black Keys. I've seen them around three times, I believe. So I'm not as familiar as I'd like, say my wife, because that's her favorite band. But uh, I'm pretty familiar. So, um, and this was this is just my vibe. Because if you like the Black Keys, you're probably gonna like this. Yeah. At least maybe some of the. Um, their older stuff that's know. what i was gonna ask is how
2: i mean you can answer that eventually how like the black key stuff differs from this stuff
0: i uh, the newer stuff is a little more up tempo poppy in a sense yeah. not i wouldn't even say that they're that poppy but um it's just not this type of vibe but if you kind of uh trickle back into their older stuff slow it's tempo. Uh, yeah it's a little yeah. slow tempo it's not like this psychedelic rock but it's probably it's like a lane that you'd like yeah um but uh, overall, that guy's voice is pretty unique, so it was pretty hard for it was pretty easy for me to to um, recognize it. So, but for me, like I said, overall, this is just my vibe in general. So I fucked with this heavy, um, instantly putting it on. You know, basically, like again, it's like those one of those albums where you can really dive into, but also you can kind of have in the background that yeah, you know, you could just vibe to. Yeah. So I don't have too much negative things to say. It's an easy listen. I think it's like only 40 minutes long. So yeah, man, I fuck with it. Right on, right on. And uh, with that
1: being said, we're gonna go into our first segment of the day. Um, I usually like to ask the gentleman what their favorite beat is. Of course, this is more uh, indie rock, so we'll go with your favorite instrumentations on this project. People, you go first, sir.
2: As I mentioned, the Caliphone Interlude—it had a western feel all the way to it. It was Cali short. <laughs> yeah, and I just really enjoyed how you know, it, it, like you said, it had different. The album had different layers to it. This is a perfect kind of small sample size example of that just again a, like a western feel interlude it's kind of different from everything else but it somehow worked in my opinion um next sunshine the keys on this one and beat it was just such an optimistic beat and feel good beat uh, also had a boom bap kind of yeah. arrangement for the drums that was nice and then love doesn't live here anymore uh, i don't know what kind of keys these are called that were in there but almost like an organ style sounding keys that remind me of old latin bands my dad listens to and that's what i personally enjoyed about this one along with just the regular keys
1: nice 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 um for me i i yeah California was uh definitely like the west coast kelly type of vibe um i had keep on dreaming the opening track man that just took you to like this euphonious kind of space where they're 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 letting us know that they're gonna experiment with guitars they're gonna experiment with sound and space um i like the intro um i'm gonna go with uh heaven is a place man that guitar was just like that solo was just like i love that shit and like honestly they could have just had that track be that guitar and i would have fucked with it Um, Um, And then I'm going to go with uh, Behind the Eyes, man. It just gave me like Jimi Hendrix vibes. And so like I was fucking with that one too. Um, What about you, Addison?
0: Yeah, basically all the ones you mentioned just now. Um, The intro track, I like the way it just started off the whole entire album. Uh, Heaven is a Place. Uh, Again, just another great uh sound as Bebo mentioned california interlude again it felt like you were like in a little western and i felt like i was the uh, one to shoot someone um <laughs> and um <laughs> with a <the> revolver <laughs> no, with my penis um, <laughs> and then um i also put honor mention to sunshine like that beat up that too but um, again overall kind of this the whole entire album has got a good vibe to it so it was hard for me to just choose a couple
1: Right on, and uh, with that, next we're gonna go on to our favorite tracks off the project. Uh, Bebo, what were your favorites off? The-
2: I'm gonna go with Eyes. Even though a lot of the album, you know, could be mistaken for a positive album, it had, you know, this is a perfect example of that. It's a, it sounds like an up tempo song. But uh, from what I got from it was the concept of, you know, the eyes don't lie, Chico. And the, you know, and the melody was catchy, too, for this one. Uh, Sunshine, this was a positive song. Loved everything about it. The breakdown, the keys, Dan's voice, the chorus. I thought it was a great overall track. And then another Downer song, which is only one for me. It's one of the more depressing songs off the album where he's talking about how he doesn't know if there's anyone out there that's meant for him. Thought it was a great track, too.
1: Right on. Um, as for me, I'm gonna go ahead and go with a lot of what I, I say go with uh keep on dreaming intro track. Like I said, it just set the tone for me. Um, I'm also gonna go with uh let's see, um, a man will do wrong. Uh, that song just had like oldies vibes, and that's why I gotta yeah, say these did. guys are versatile. Like um, as far as like like we said experimenting and stuff like that, which was very impressive because they were experimenting, they were being versatile. But you every song you could tell it was them. You know and so that's why that's why I dug about it. Um, and then, um, behind the eyes, man, that one, like I said, just Jimi Hendrix vibes and what they were doing. It was just like I was just like rocking out, swinging back and forth, and just like vibing out. Um, and then I'm gonna give an honorable mention to Backstage Mess just because I feel like oh, I, yeah, I feel like it was a freestyle and it kind of like surprised me at the end. I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, what about you, Addison? Favorite track, sir?
0: Uh, yeah, again, uh, Keep on Dreaming. Again, I thought that was a great uh, intro for the album. Heaven is a place this is my jam. though was my that one got me emotional got me hard you know got me anywhere <laughs> i wanted to be um uh, sunshine again that's a good vibe uh, and uh, love doesn't live here anymore that one's a little that's great you yeah. know yeah that's a great one and um honorable mention to a man will do no wrong Doing and, wrong. Yeah. and right. everything else <laughs> Right on. Right on. <laughs> i forgot my my honorable mentions
2: were a man will do no wrong backstage mess and love doesn't live here anymore as well
1: um, all right, gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and move on to, um, notable mentions, anything that stuck out to us, any lines or bars. I think Bebo kind of said with like, you know, the ice track, man, like that one was kind of like pretty deep, you know? Um, yeah, I, I don't have anything in particular. I was just kind of enjoying, I wasn't really listening for the lyrics. I'm just kind of listening for, for the melodies and the music to tell you the truth. Um, but I did kind of get that somber kind of, um, things aren't as they seem kind of vibe. Um, anything that stuck I out?
0: I had a question uh one of the lyrics on a man will do no wrong there's a in the verse three he talks about like uh turning his back on a mother for the girl he loves like i, oh, I yeah, like that yeah, smog, yeah. but when i heard that i was like mm, personally for me I, like <laughs> if my, my mom don't like if <laughs> my mom don't like my girl then there's probably a problem you know like <laughs> Uh, that was just my take. So I'm like, I'm not gonna turn my back on my mom. So I was gonna ask you guys, like, what what's your what's your thought on that line? Like, I think
1: yeah, because when I heard it, like, that's what came out. But what I was thinking was like, he was he was trying to say like, eventually a man has to move on from. <laughs> his mom i think that was the I'm intention i'm never turning my
0: back on my mom though what are you talking about
1: no, know, yeah but i, I think <laughs> like with with the whole like because it was like about the guy was growing right and like it's like yeah yeah you have to do things as was, a man was growing yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so like i don't <laughs> yeah. know I, did, I didn't i didn't even though that's what the lyrics said like i didn't take it that way i just took it as like eventually you're gonna have to move on from your family kind of
0: yeah I, I know i i understood that way yeah. as well but I, when i first heard it, i was like whoa, like, whoa, whoa hold up yeah yeah um those are good takes though, for real. Yeah.
2: Let's see. On Love doesn't live here anymore. I liked on verse two. Um he says all these scars we pass them on and on and oh, on. Yeah. They go back so long. Um nothing too profound, but it's just a nice little way of wording things, I guess, differently.
1: Yeah, I forgot on, uh, I forgot what song it was, but they said the truth for when it comes to the truth, there is no substitute. I think it was on Shine, or I might be mistaken, but I was just I, like, the way they said that, I was just like, oh, like, it's just, you don't think of substitute as that, like, ooth type of rhyme. And I was just like, oh, I was just impressed with that.
0: Yeah. Um, Mm, kind of uh, that same vein with Beebles, that same verse i had it highlighted too but that last line where he's like you don't want to live to regret a foolish thing i was like oh shit "And
2: what'd you guys think of uh keep on dreaming where you know he's obviously a musician and you know he's talking about his everyday kind of i, I guess if you want to call him struggles where you know even as a musician he has his days where he just feels like is this going anywhere you know
1: yeah i think um it's it's totally relatable, man. Cause there's there's times where you could be in the studio day in and day out, and you're like, I like this shit, but is anybody else gonna like that? You know what I'm saying? I yeah. Think especially given the nature of like creating music, like it's just like it's so subjective, like you know, so, so subjective. It's just like I like this shit, like you know, it's like, but it's like ultimately everyone's goal is to be like the Mick Jagger or like the Beatles, exactly. right? And it's just like yeah. it's just incredible because it's like these guys have their own fan base, and it's like everyone who's a fan of the Black Keys, is like then it's not like, oh my God, let's go suck their dick. but <laughs> It's just like, it's like you respect their music and you enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I, I think deep down, everybody wants to be like number one, like naturally, you know? So yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely, definitely relatable. Um, all right, gentlemen, with that being said, let's go ahead and take it on to our next segment. Um, you are in the producer's chair. Any way we could possibly improve this album? Um, I'm going to go first just because this one thing I, I, that came to mind um immediately um only for me man like every time i heard that when i came and we came around at the end it just sounded like an intro track Cause like it's like i even tripped out because i was like oh my like back to the top of the album like and it's like no you're at the end of that album, actually so um if it was up to me i think you could you could shove that one in front of uh keep on dreaming and i think the project still works and i think um you could actually end the project on love doesn't live here anymore i think that would be a solid way to close out on um that's just me okay. though what about you b anything you would do sir
2: I would have liked to have heard at least one feature, to be honest. I don't know who that feature would have been, but it would have been nice, even if it was just like another musician to get a different kind of sound, I guess. You know, something. Throw Um, something in the pool. Throw something, maybe even for just a a short interlude, a different musician that would have added like a different layer to it.
0: Mm. Uh, I agree. Yeah. What about you, Addison? I don't know if I have much to say. Maybe um, for me, it kind of felt... I always talk about how some albums don't have any really peaks and valleys, and in, into it, it kind of just stays its lane. That's kind of how this hap, this goes. I mean, it has some ups and downs, but maybe we could throw a little more in there. Um, I, I guess the sporting good interlude. I understand it just goes into the next song, but yeah, it was like only like what 17 seconds. I was like, oh, yeah. No, that was yeah, necessary. That, yeah. You could have just you could have just, start, yeah. just started the song with that, or like cut it down a little. So that was only like little nitpick that I had, but yeah, uh, again, overall, it's hard for me to complain because i fuck with it
1: yeah i mean i don't know it's like i feel like there could have been at least some a few more female vocals on there on the project maybe that too um maybe
0: more tracks like sunshine because i feel like hearing that one even like the chorus on that one uh it's a lot kind of a lot different than other ones yeah um you could have thrown another track in there because um I mean, was, I don't know if that was, like, one of their singles. I think it might have been. So I like, think it was. I think it gave you, like, a certain vibe, and then you go into it. It's kind of, like, like I said, it's pretty depressing. You look at the, some of the lyrics. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, gentlemen. If you hear that, that means it is time for the Check Me Out. Now, I'm not familiar with these guys, so I'm going to go ahead and re- relay that off to Bebo. Um, anything we should... Um, steer our listeners towards? Yeah,
2: I had a ton for this segment. So um, let me start with the Black Keys. I know I told Addison about this project a long time ago, but Dame Dash, former you know CEO of Rockefeller Records, was a huge fan of the Black Keys. And he actually commissioned them to do instrumentals to... Oh, commission shit. other rappers known and unknown to rap over them Ooh. in a album called black rock spelled B L a K R O C. And that one was released in 2009. So it's kind of mm. older now.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, that's all I have from them. Oh, out, and
1: uh, elevator by the black keys, of course.
2: Yes. <laughs> and then, um, there's, you know, some of these tracks on this album are older. I did see there was a YouTube performance for keep on dreaming. I'll add to that. As far as L Mike, L. Michael's affair. Um, they have YouTube performances for three tracks they did with Freddie Gibbs and Madlib for something called Behind the Mind Sessions EP, oh, damn. Uh, where they do a live session with Freddie Gibbs and the Madlib, and that's pretty dope. Uh, most of the band members from Mel Michael's Affair also were part of Freddie Gibbs and Madlib's uh, Tiny Desk performance as well. So I'll throw that in there. And then they have this really, really dope set of albums where they do instrumentals of famous Wu-Tang songs, just instrumentals. And if you're a vinyl collector, this first one's kind of hard to find, but it's called Enter the 37th Chamber. Really dope album. And then the sequel is called Return to the 37th Chamber. And then last but not least, L. Michael's Affair has a collaborative album coming out with Black Thought from the Roots called Glorious Game coming out on april 14th that should be dope all
1: right all right if you hear that sound that means it is time to give this thing a rating all right gentlemen uh, Bebo, we'll start with you sir, since it's your pick. What do you rate this thing?
2: Well, before we rate it, I did want to get into some of the stuff I didn't like from the album, if that's cool.
1: Oh, go for it, yes.
2: Um, I wasn't a, a big fan of, like you guys said, the Sporting Girls interlude. I, 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 don't think it added really anything to the album. I didn't even know what the hell that meant. I actually had to Google it, and it's just another term for gold digger, so. Ah. Um, Yeah. So, like you guys said, didn't really add anything to the album. I thought, you know, it was whatevs. And then the track River wasn't all that bad, but I thought it was just one of the weaker songs in comparison to all the other ones. I agree. Um, So (laughs) those were kind of my two nitpicky ones. I don't know if you guys had any or if Addy had something for the Check Me Out as well.
1: Um, i'm gonna agree with the river yeah i wasn't i wasn't in-
0: um <clears throat> i do have a couple of tracks but that's just be from black keys um, okay some tracks uh, little black submarine that's a great little slow track uh, i enjoy um <clears throat> and then next girl uh that's a good one and i'm trying to figure out i'm trying to look at a track and see if it kind of correlates to a vibe from this one and I don't remember but for me again if you look listen back to a lot of their older stuff maybe you'll find it a little more a little less poppy a little more like in the missile vein. so okay um they have albums all the way back to 2006 so you got okay. like a pretty big discography. they, came, they did it come with the album last year too but i honestly haven't really checked it out okay
1: <laughs> all right now we're gonna go ahead and uh rate this so uh biba go first sir
2: yeah, like I said, I really enjoyed this one for all the reasons I mentioned. It's one that uh, I naturally played in my car over and over again, which I thought was a good sign. Um, I'm giving it a A minus. A-, so I'm gonna give it a four point six.
1: Oh, interesting! Interesting um i'm gonna go i don't know it's just it's i liked it i enjoyed it like people says you can throw it on it, it does its thing um but it just didn't scream out at me like i think i don't know i, I think based on the name and because like you know sometimes you see these album covers and they seem like nothing they seem pretty mundane but the music is like oh my god um that's kind of the you know, preconceived notion i got um, so I was a little bit disappointed because I was just expecting a lot more. Um, so, uh, for me, I'm going to go ahead and say it was about a 4.3. Um, I would say, what about you, sir? Uh,
0: for me again, this was like in right up my lane, right in my veins. So just for this lyric, I don't want to throw it out before I give my score. It was from that. I think it was from the last song where he says, uh, no one's gonna make me feel much better and stay with me through all the stormy weather i'm i'm putting my dreams up on a shelf and i'll have my i'll have to learn to love myself baby mm. looks like i'm on, only one for me and i was like "Fuck!" i was in tears hearing that one i was crying so <laughs> give it a little extra uh, i had a 4.6 but i'm gonna give it a 4.7 just for funsies all right so
2: let's tally that up uh i can get a drum roll gentlemen we have a
1: 90.6%. Not bad. righty, Good job, guys. And the last question I will ask uh, pertaining to our artist of tonight, uh, would you cop the vinyl, gentlemen, Bebo?
2: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I think they did some cool splatter editions of all different colors that are available to collect out there in the world. So uh, I, I hope I get my hands on one of them.
1: I agree. Um I will probably cop this after I cop a lot of things. <laughs> but um no dude, this is definitely I want a poster of the album the album cover, man, and it's like I could see definitely playing this like in a dark room with a black light and smoke filled room and just vibes, man. Like this would provide com- the comes sense everywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all over the windows <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i'd probably cop it for that um what about you guys would you cop the vinyl sir
0: yeah definitely i probably will i i, I think i actually mean it this time like i actually will <laughs> just like d says uh, sometimes artwork is just a cool reason to to buy it, and the artwork in, it's, itself is so dope and as will mentioned i was just looking on and i think it was on urban outfitter there was like a pink splatter one like a yeah. vinyl that, ooh, that looks like fucking clean so yeah i'll probably get it I'm probably gonna look online to see what like merch they have too or stuff and like Bibo says when he said there was a uh, no tour i was like oh damn like fuck.
2: yeah it's unfortunate <laughs> they did have a like a release party in la for it where dan auerbach and leon michaels just dj'd which of course isn't the same as getting live performance and i did want to mention i think inside the lp with the vinyl does come a poster and uh the poster on one side at least is a tribute to richard swift who was mexican by the way so that he's like on top of a motorcycle with wings and the bike has like a little mexican flag on it which i thought was cool oh yeah so um oh, dude, yeah
0: I was, I was looking at their website right now and they actually have a chronic merch bundle which comes with rolling paper rolling trays and a light a lighter with just like his name across it swift um oh nice just for that's that fire that, and i respect yeah. that <laughs> they got so pins fired. they got a yeah yep
2: i messed with it and it's unfortunate this might be like a one-off like you know this might be their last album together unfortunately
1: um all right man uh with that being said i think bebo has got a new segment for us yes i have a new segment for today's
2: episode called indie rock out with my cock out yes you did hear that right and uh for that segment, I just wanted to refer the listeners to any other indie rock bands that might be in the same lane or not. Just indie rock bands that you mess with that you might put on the listeners, too. I had four I wanted to bring up today, one of them being from San Francisco. Unfortunately, this group broke up and then one of the members passed away, too, called Girls. I know I've talked about them before. Uh, they were able to release two albums and one EP. That's all they have in their discography, but it's great. The second group I have is a group actually from the IE called Brain Story, and they're actually signed to Leon Michaels' label, Big Crown Records. I believe they have an album and a couple EPs out, but they're super talented, and the fact that they're from where we're from just makes me you know, proud to be from the IE. Uh, Third, we have Chicano Batman. Mm, Love this group. Uh, I believe one member's from Rialto, the IE as well. So shout out to the IE. And last but not least... This is a group sa- uh, signed to Dan Auerbach's Easy Eye Sound Records. And they do a bunch of kind of, the, if the Caliphone interlude, they do a lot of instrumentals in that lane. They're called Hermanos Gutierrez, if I'm pronouncing that right. Mm. Um and a lot of their instrumentals are dope, so go check them out. And that's all I had for mine. If you guys had anything, go for it.
1: Yeah, um, when I was uh, interning at KTLA, we had this. We were at the House of Blues, and uh, they had this group. Man, uh, this their band was called Terraplane Sun. And from what I remember from it, it was funny because they had to get like a lot of their quote-unquote fans in the building to like make like make it seem like, oh yeah, they're popping and stuff like that. And it's like. <laughs> a bunch of big girls who like had halitosis (laughs) and and, like i remember like the look of the guy's face like fuck these are our fans like but um they had a good song uh called you never know and that's a fucking jam so go check that shit out um what about you addison
0: uh yeah i got a couple here um starting off uh with a couple bands i don't think they really make music anymore but i did want to shout them out uh the first one from a group from new york and they're called the gay blades um nice. <laughs> i remember seeing them like years ago and uh what i did was i Just put some songs that I thought maybe you should check out. So, there's a track that they have called "Why Can't I Grow a Beard," Uh, (laughs) but um, it's a good track. So sad. Um, (laughs) Another band from another band from New York, a group called Bare Hands. They have a track called "Crime Pays." Oh yeah, Um, I've heard that one. That one's dope. Yeah. Um, one of my another band that's a little more folky is a group called Fleet Foxes. Uh, they're mm. probably more on the popular end. Uh, they're actually on Post Malone's last album. Uh, they have a self-titled album, and uh, there's a track on there called Blue Ridge Mountain, which makes me like. Um, horny um <laughs> and then there's another group from louisville kentucky called mansions they have an album called dick up the dead that one's one of my favorite albums probably in like top 10 for me and uh, the track was called "Dig up the dead if you want to check that out and the last one I've dig guy. up the dead or dick up the dead either one uh, <laughs> dick up the dead and gay blades <laughs> <laughs> i must have a i must have a, a sound that i really like um the last one's from a dude named uh noah kahan I don't know if i'm not pronouncing that wrong he's from vermont his album actually came out i think late last year it's called stick season i don't know what that means i guess it's like a, i think he's from he might be from canada or something i don't know what that means but stick season the gay blades Stick up the dead you know what i'm talking about <laughs> um, <laughs> he has a, tra- a track called everywhere everything and another track called Orange shoes that i really vibe with so it's so coming a the- nice. couple of those artists i like I want to throw one more in uh, The Drums I forgot about The Drums uh, I love The Drums yeah also a little band you might not know of called Nickelback <laughs> hell yeah great band great band and uh
1: I might add Creed to that list no <laughs>
0: I fucking love Creed <laughs> no joke <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah like seriously I do <laughs> oh man um, and uh, that's gonna wrap it up for that segment uh it's been a while since we recorded guys we, we apologize for that but Uh, some things have occurred since uh, the last time we got together and uh, one of those things was uh, Rihanna shaking her pregnant ass at the Super Bowl (laughs) Uh, gentlemen let's talk about it what did you guys think? Um I thought
0: first off, the stage looked like a, again, probably people, memes out there looked like a stage from Super Smash Brothers, which I respected. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I, again, I, sh- I shouldn't be talking about it being that I don't know how to dance or I'm not pregnant, but I just felt like <laughs> I felt like she could have hit her heart her moves a little harder. I don't know. I could I mean, it sounds kind of messed up, but that's the only thing I was like, ah, oh, she was a little like nonchalant, but like I'm like I don't want to be a dick, but she's pregnant, so I can't really say. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: she's working once she's pregnant. Like... <laughs> yeah, I was like,
0: Ugh, try harder, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but uh I thought it was pretty good. I don't think it really blew me away. I was hoping there would be a little more features, maybe, maybe like one or two. That's yeah. Awesome. Um, if you imagine he brought out Kanye, like, fuck, everyone would be going crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
0: Um. But I thought it was cool. I thought it was interesting too. It's like the first uh, one that's not by Pepsi. It's by Apple Music. So I was like, "Oh Apple right. First right. halftime show, and it was give it like a B, B minus.
1: Yeah, man, I was I was worried for the baby when she was up there. I was like, Is that shit safe? Like, you know, like like I imagine her doctor was like, Don't do that shit. Like, you know, like But yeah, overall man, I just I just thought it was weird that we were like watching like a, a pregnant woman trying to be sexy on stage and like 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 Addison said, like basically half ass in her moves was just like, huh? huh? I'm like yeah I'm, like, I'm not gonna Did lie, you just... I went to the restroom like, like was
0: just... I, I, I was watching it again with uh, my wife and she was like oh well, did you see this part and there's a part where she like taps her 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 cooch she like, taps it and then she puts it up and smells it and she like makes a smile and winks and i was like i didn't catch that yeah yeah my mom did she was grossed out <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh i like it um, but i mean again some of her lyrics were uh pretty risque. So I was like, is this cool? Like there's children, you know, but like even like the opening track, I was like, what is she gonna open with? I was like making a bet with my coworkers and I did not have that track, um what did she start with? Bitch Bird Have My Money, right? Yeah. Like that yeah. was not on my top. I was like, oh shit, respect. Just be like bitch. I was like, Whoa. oh my children. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm like,
0: I'm pretty sure, like, CPS
1: is, like, right there waiting for another like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Endangering your unborn child by flying, like, floating in the air.
1: (laughs) Flying in front of, like, (laughs) a thousand feet in the air. Oh, man.
2: Yeah, I thought the same as you guys. I was I was a bit underwhelmed, to be honest. I thought the the dancers definitely stole the show. I thought the choreography was was dope, but for her not to have any like special guests was very disappointing. I mean, she's married to ASAP Rocky. Like, I yeah. know she, they don't. I don't think they have any songs together, right? But like, bring them out for like a track or two just to switch it up or something.
0: Bring out the baby too, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring out the whole family. <laughs> like. Yeah, they I don't it. know and i thought maybe she I, which i don't i didn't expect but i was hoping she'd be like oh halftime show here's finally new music but nah nothing she, she made she probably made bank or i don't even think she made bank from this but she probably just advertised her makeup brand more and so she's like i'm good yeah so. Yeah, yeah, like I said, it was a little underwhelming.
1: Yeah, I was was kind of expecting like Jay Z or something. I'm like, he was in the house, like you know, it's like come on, like especially if you're pregnant, it's like, yeah, let let everyone else do the heavy lifting. I mean, like you know, that was like kind of the obvious move, but eh, it is what it is, you know. Oh man, anything else, gentlemen?
2: Yes, I had a couple things that
1: I wanted to bring
2: up from uh uh, last episode when we did the movie shelf. I kind of had some corrections the protagonist's name was Ter, and not Tur. and then i had mentioned that there's a, fa- a famous hip-hop artist with a kind of framed picture frame of one of the aliens i thought it was jay dilla but it was actually mf doom mm. and then the guy who did the score elaine gorger passed away on february 13th at the age of 91
1: crazy r.i.p man
2: rest in peace
1: Alrighty, Um, I think that's it for this week. Right, gentlemen, uh, songs of the week, anything you're fucking with, anything uh, running through your playlist and that came on and just brought out some good memories. Um,
2: I'm going to go. Someone posted this on their Instagram story and I forgot about this jam, but it still slaps. It's from the Disney Channel original movie, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century, Supernova Girl. Shit, yeah. I believe it's by christian rex maybe i think that's how you pronounce it um so that's definitely one uh you know addison quoted from the arcs only one for me that one's been on replay so i'm gonna throw that one out and then one from the black rock album it's not available on streaming services for whatever reason but it's a song called coochie with Ludacris and old dirty bastard that's a jam Mm -hmm. over some black keys instrumentals Hell
1: yeah um i was in the car with my brother man and this one came on he had it like in the 2000s like xm station whatever and man this one was a fucking bop when it came out dude like low under the key buster rhymes featuring mariah carey in flip mode i know what you want man that's oh yeah speaking of horny man that shit makes me horny i'm like damn classic classic happy valentine's day um (laughs) addison addison song of the week sir uh, yeah, I got a handful
0: here. Uh, Linkin Park came up with a new track, uh, I think, last oh, week. Oh, shit. They're doing a uh, like an anniversary edition for Meteora. Mm. So it was an unreleased track called Lost, oh, so it brings it back. So uh, check that one out uh, as i mentioned Park. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. that's, that's right on like you know brand right there lost numb uh, Herbie, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know.
0: it's a it's a dope track it's you know again it's cool to hear cheshire's voice again on something different so oh, yeah uh, that's a cool track i mentioned an artist called noah kahana in my indies uh what's it called with rocking out with my cock out or whatever uh <laughs> i did mention the song everywhere everything and i actually did have that on my uh, songs of the week and then lastly uh blue chang has a doctor intro on hulu it's the last season and it just started maybe a couple of weeks ago and i fucking love it and so i was going to shout out uh, the track um it it mystery of chess boxing or something oh, yeah. okay Hell yeah! So those are my tracks.
1: Yeah, hell yeah! And um, I believe next week Mr. Addison has our pick for what we'll be diving into. Uh, what do you got for us, sir? What we what will we be exploring?
0: All right. So I always uh, shout out my buddies over at the Works Podcast. I have a buddy named Rob, and he he like suggested an album that came out just recently. I think just this past Friday. And uh, that's from a group, you may have known them, called Nickelback. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 uh, a group called uh, the, the Gorillas that came out with another album called uh, Cracker Island. Ooh. Um, nice. So, like, check wait a that minute. one out. The Gorillas? The Gorillas. <laughs> 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 yeah, Cracker Island, This is the name of the album. Hell yeah. A couple good features I already saw on there. Hopefully it's good. So, go and check that one out. Kind of keeping in the same vein for the past couple albums and more of the rock. So, for our hip-hop heads (laughs) next week go fuck yourself (laughs) Right, right on well that's
1: gonna do it for us here on the audio files we'll catch you next time peace